And now let us stand as we can for the reading of the gospel. Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 through 33. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. It is not, li is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, Will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. When I think about the Lord and all that he has done for me, it makes me, I can't help myself. I just have to say thank you. When I take the time to remember, life is not easy but I don't confuse God with life. Life is not fair at times. Children become ill, children die. But our God is good. When I take the time to think about who the Lord is and all that he has done, not so much for, for, for you, but when I think about what he has done for me, it just makes me want to shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Clear family singers, God bless you and thank you. Join me in a word of prayer. Loving and gracious Lord, we do give you thanks for this night. And now we pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart will bless you. Amen. What a difference a year makes. <laughs> this time last year, the sanctuary was empty, and we were able to watch videos of the leadership of this church just sharing with all of us why they were thankful what a difference uh, a year makes. How thankful we are that we are able to come together to offer up our thanks to God for all of God's blessings. It's also a time for us to remember 
when the Native American tribal peoples made survival possible for the early immigrants to the USA. This evening, we, we do pause to reflect on how good God has been. If I were to ask you to just take out your phone and, and turn to your note and just indicate one reason why you are thankful. How have you seen God at work in your life? And because of that work, you're ready to say thank you. Don't worry, I'm not going to take out the mic. But I would suggest to you, beloved, that on this Thanksgiving Eve, it's imperative for us to take the time to remember. Uh, someone once said, and I do not know who the author is, they once said that it's easy for people to doubt God when they don't take the time to remember all that God has done for them. On this night, I'm mindful that there are people who are anxious. There are people who are fearful. Yes, there are people who are grieving. On this night, I'm mindful that there are people who are just afraid because of the state of affairs in our country and in the world. What are we to do with this fear? What are we to do with this worry? I would suggest to you that the gospel lesson on this evening, which is not a Pollyannish type of response, it is a response for disciples of Jesus Christ. And Jesus tells us, when life comes at you like a rushing flood, when you believe you need to seek after wealth in order for your life to be fulfilled, Jesus says, I want you to do this. I don't want you to worry. Because seeking after wealth will not be the answer. As a matter of fact, in, in chapter 6, verse 24, he just tells us you can't serve God and, and mammoth. You, you just can't have a double heart. You must be totally sold out to God. Jesus informs us of what is required of us disciples. So as you read chapter 6, verses 25 through 33, you may think that Jesus is just living in his own world. He's not aware of the fact that we have people who are in this sanctuary tonight who are just trying to figure out, how will I be able to pay that increase, that increase that's going to take effect regarding my utility bill? How am I going to be able to find resources to pay for the medication Jesus, you say, do not worry. How am I going to survive after the hours have been cut on my job? Jesus, you say, do not worry. Be real, Jesus. And yet Jesus reminds us, I am real. I just want to present to you an alternative reality, a, a countercultural thought to that that you're used to. See, there are people today who just, they love to worry. They don't know what to do if they could not worry. They would not know what to do if they could not worry. But Jesus says, do not worry. I don't care what life brings to you tonight. I do not care what life has brought to you over this past year. Do not worry. Someone may 
ask the question, well, Jesus, if, if I were to remove the worry, if I were to remove the fear from my life, as I look at these real issues, then, then, then what are you going to give me in place of that? And Jesus' response is, trust in the providence of God. Now, that doesn't mean that we stay at home and we just sit still, no, continue to live life, but live life replacing your worry and your anxiety with trust in God. He tells us, you know, if you were to just take a moment to look at creation, what you will see is that God is very faithful about taking care of creation. He talks about the birds of the air. He talks about the lilies of the field. He talks about creation. And beloved, we are a part of that creation. And because God is faithful to take care of the needs of the birds, because God is able to take care of the lilies of the field, we can trust God to take care of those problems in our lives, those situations in our lives that would want us to become so overwhelmed until the, we reach the point that we don't even see God in our midst. When I think about the Lord and all that he's done for me, I cannot help but shout hallelujah. Let, let me ask you to, to participate in an experiment. Uh, Minister Becky suggested that tonight children, youth, and young adults go home and, and just start thinking about the things we can thank God for. Uh, let me just share this with you. When I start thinking about what God has done for me through Jesus Christ, and yes, the most important thing was that I'm saved. Yes, when I think about all that God has done for me, when I start naming it, I have news for you. There's no space for worry. There is no space for fear. So, as we continue to live into this real world, we're called to live as kingdom people whose focus is on the one who is able to look at us and our needs, and he is able to meet those needs according to his riches in glory. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19 declares that to us. And so, don't worry. Replace the worry. Replace the doubt with trust, trusting in God, even for the unknown. Let us pray. Loving and sovereign Lord, our God, we thank you for your faithfulness to us. Over these next 24 hours, remind us. Help us to remember the ways in which you have been faithful to us. And remind us that just as you have been faithful to us in the past, we can trust you 
to continue to be faithful to us in the present and in the future. Give us the hearts and minds to say thank you to you every day. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, I pray. Amen.